Hello and welcome to the Disabled But Enabled podcast. This podcast seeks to celebrate and encourage sickle cell warriors and also their loved ones who fight alongside them. Each week, we talk about the realities of living with sickle cell disease. We aim to bring hope and leave you with at least one reason to carry on on this journey called life. I am your host, Tutu Emmanuel. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Disabled But Enabled podcast. I am so glad and super excited to have you here with me. Being a sickle cell warrior, I find that there's a lot of misconception about what sickle cell disease actually is and how it affects those who suffer from it. Each time I hear erroneous statements being made about people who suffer from sickle cell disorder, it really gets to me. Sickle cell warriors and their loved ones already have enough to deal with from the complications of the illness. So why make matters worse by making erroneous statements? As a result, for this first podcast, I'm going to tell you exactly what sickle cell disease is and also bust some of the myths out there. So what exactly is sickle cell disease? Sickle cell disease, also referred to as a sickle cell anemia, is a genetic disorder that affects the red blood cells. Rather than the red blood cells being round, they are C-shaped like a sickle and are sticky, which means they do not move around the body freely. This sickle shape is formed because the red blood cells contains an abnormal amount of hemoglobin. Hemoglobin is a substance in the red blood cell that carries oxygen. Sickled red blood cells tend to die early after 10 to 20 days, while normal red blood cells die after 90 to 120 days. What this means is that anyone suffering from sickle cell disease may not have as many normal red blood cells as needed in their body at any given time. As mentioned earlier, the sickle-shaped cells are sticky. This causes them to clump together and stick to the walls of the blood vessels, thereby slowing or blocking the flow of blood and delivery of oxygen to some of the tissues and organs in the body. Pain arises when the small blood vessels that carry blood to certain organs, muscles and bones are blocked. I'm not sure I can describe a crisis pain, but I'll try. I have a son and I can tell you for free that labor pain is a walk in the park compared to a crisis pain. I think the best way I can describe the pain is imagine someone taking a heavy metal, which weighs about 200 pounds, and placing it on your joints. And not just placing it on there, but hitting that spot continuously until you start to get a throbbing sensation in addition to the pain. If you think that sounds really painful, you are right. It is painful. In addition to the pain, the lack of oxygen to some organs Muscles and bones also comes with its own complications. For someone like me, the continuous lack of oxygen to my hip bone caused the degeneration of my hip bone. And by the time I was 25 years old, I had bilateral hip replacement. Yes, you heard right. Bilateral hip replacement. By the time I was 25, I had hip replacement surgery done on both legs with just six months interval between both surgeries. Sickle cell has also affected my spleen, which means I currently do not have 100% use of my spleen. I have to rely on medication as my immune system is compromised. 
the medication is a lifelong one. Most sickle cell patients rely on medication not just to reduce pain, but also to help manage the complications caused by the effects of sickle cell disease. You're listening to me right now and probably thinking, wow, this just seems like a lot for one person to go through. And you're right, it is a lot. But it is just one of the many realities of living with sickle cell disease. Now that we are clear on what sickle cell is, I'm going to move on and burst five myths about sickle cell disease. There are many more myths out there and maybe we'll look at them in future episodes. The first myth I'm going to bust is the one about sickle cell being contagious. No, no, no. A million times no. Sickle cell is not a contagious disease. It is a genetic disorder and cannot be transferred from person to person. If you were not born with the blood disorder, you cannot in any way catch the illness. I know this sounds very obvious, but I actually had a doctor ask me once, when did you catch sickle cell disease? His exact words were, I can see from your notes that you have sickle cell disease. So when did you catch it? I actually felt like responding by saying, I suspect I must have caught it from the person sitting beside me on the bus last week. But then I thought to myself, I better behave because I was under his care for the day as my consultant was off. The second myth I'm going to bust is the one that says sickle cell patients are drug addicts. I find this one particularly very offensive to be honest. The pain suffered by sickle cell patients can be so severe that the only thing that can relieve that pain is narcotics. In addition to taking painkillers, even when sickle cell patients are not having a crisis, they sometimes still have to take other medication. For instance, I have to take penicillin to help with my compromised immune. The third myth I'm busting today is the one that says sickle cell disease only affects black people. This is not true. Sickle cell disease is a blood disorder and has nothing to do with the patient's ethnicity or skin color. Although its origin comes from Africa, the disease is seen all around the world in different racial and ethnic groups, including African, African Americans, Indian, Hispanics, and even Caucasians. The fourth myth we are busting today is the one that says that only one out of four children will suffer from sickle cell if both parents have sickle cell traits. Well, this is like saying you only have one in six chance of throwing a six when you throw a dice six times. We all know that in reality, this is not true. If we throw a dice six times, the chances are you might throw a six once, possibly more than once, and there's even a chance that you might not even throw a six at all. I know of a couple where both parents have sickle cell traits and have gone on to have four children with none of the children suffering from sickle cell disease. I also know of another couple with three children and two of their three suffer from sickle cell disease. Myth number five, the last and final myth we'll be busting today, is the one that says people who suffer from sickle cell do not live past the age of 21. This is so not true. This particular myth used to freak me out when I was much younger. Each time I had a crisis, it was like the naysayers were waiting to see if that was a crisis that would confirm their unsolicited report. With advancement of medical science, sickle cell patients are living well into their 60s and 70s. Did you know 
that the older sickle cell patient, Aisha Taoniko Ilaguda, died at the age of 94. Her story is one that inspires me, and I am hoping it will inspire and encourage you too. She was born at a time when the average life expectancy of people living with sickle cell disorder was just five years. Although she had all the symptoms of the condition, she was not diagnosed early due to the low level of literacy at the time. The pain she suffered during childhood was so severe, it was enough to delay her from going to school until she was 12 years old. Despite not starting school till she was 12, she finished her education, got married, had five children, and actually played a very active role in the life of her grandchildren. I learned a few lessons from her life, and I'd like to share those lessons with you. Lesson number one for me, there's a purpose for everyone and everything. Even that situation you are in right now, there is a purpose for it. Aishata had no idea that her story was one day going to encourage me and many others not to let sickle cell anemia limit them. That situation you are going through right now, one day will save the life of someone you may never meet just because they hear your story. Lesson number two, you're not a mistake because God doesn't make mistakes. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. God said it and that settles it. My parents said me suffering from sickle cell was a mistake, one born out of ignorance. Science calls it an anemia. The doctors call it a disease. The world calls it a disability. But I choose to call it God's divine purpose. The third blessing for me is to follow the do's and don'ts of my situation. Whatever your situation is, whatever situation you find yourself, follow the do's and don'ts of that situation and make no apologies about it. Rest if you must, but never give up. No one else understands the situation you are in more than you, and only you enjoy the benefits or suffer the consequences of not following the do's and don'ts. Lesson number four, starting late does not mean that you can't finish well. Aisha Taunikuko Ilaguda did not start school until she was 12 years old. She never let that discourage her from achieving an education in an era where she could have easily used the excuse of being a woman to stay out of school. And finally, exercising and eating well are not just good for the body, they are essential. The right food and veg at the right time and in the right proportion help maintain a healthy lifestyle. The truth is, we are not all dealing with health challenges, but we all have that one situation that sometimes causes us to want to throw in the towel. The situation that sometimes speaks of nothing but hopelessness. I want to challenge you today to focus only on the facts of that situation because only then can the purpose of that situation be found. Focusing on the facts helps you to keep your emotions in check and also helps you to gather more knowledge about the situation. Knowledge is power because the more you know, the more you'll be able to control the situation. Knowing the facts also saves you from worrying unnecessarily about aspects of the situation that may never happen and ultimately helps you to keep your mind at rest. Finally, knowing the fact helps you to reach deep within you to get that strength you need to keep calm and carry on. As for the myths, erase them, forget them, delete them from your mind. They are not worth your time or energy. Myths do nothing 
or make mountains out of molehill. And on that note, I leave you with the words of the American actress, Barbara Streisand. Myths are a waste of time. They prevent progression. Thanks for joining us this week on the Disabled But Enabled podcast. Please check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at Disabled But Enabled. And on our website, disabledbutenabled.org. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review. Feel free to tell us anything you would like to hear us talk about so we can continue to bring you fresh content. Once again, this is yours truly, Tutu Emmanuel, saying switch on the power within and see you next week.